Hey everyone, this is the Underprepared and Overly Caffeinated Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Jess. And we are two cousins who decided it was a great idea to start a podcast about the one thing that we aren't qualified to talk about, motherhood. We're both mothers, so what makes us unqualified, you think? Well, we have no idea what we're doing, and we know that neither do you. So maybe we can get through this journey together with our own experiences and concerns. Please like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, rate, review, tell us what you think. You can find us at Apple Podcasts, on the Anchor app, or on Spotify. And we also have a blog that's now linked to our Facebook page. You can't be yawning yet. We haven't even started. I know. (laughs) My tequila hasn't kicked in yet, Dory. (laughs) That was my seltzer from dinner. (laughs) Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our podcast, Underprepared and Overly Caffeinated. I'm Liz. And I'm Jess. And we are back for episode eight. This is number eight this week, Jess. I'm glad you're keeping track because I... I only keep track because I make the numbers. <laughs> yeah, you do I, I, I put the numbers on the episodes. That's the only way I know. Well, you keep me. Yeah. I never know where we're at. Um, didn't know tonight was eight. Excited about it. Yes. Yes. We've been doing this for seven weeks, but it's episode eight. So, I mean. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because we did a double. We did a double. We did a double. And who knows? Maybe this would be a double. It depends on how the night goes. <laughs> it could be. Depends on how much uh, tequila tea I drink. mm. mm. Just kidding. I'm only having one. Just one? Are you sure? I mean, yeah. you're on vacation this week. So I am on vacation. Why not have another? I'm on vacation um, because I had a few last night. <laughs> so I don't need to have a few tonight. And by a few, I mean I only had two drinks. But that's a lot for me. So and... it was actually three or more, but okay. That's true. <laughs> I had a couple. There you go. There I, you always go. Like, I always lecture Reese about this too, because he always has a few when he means a couple. And I'm like, that's wrong. Here I am. I just did it. <laughs> Um, I had a couple last night, couple, I just had a couple drinks. It was, you know, but you know, calories add up. Yeah. I try not to drink my calories, but I find that I've been drinking my calories a lot lately and it's it's summer though. That's why like it's summertime. You want to have those fruity cocktails. That's the only time I drink tequila. Yeah. So get it all in. I I don't drink tequila at all during the winter. I have zero craving for it. So you're telling me you have to finish your bottle off. That's what you're saying. Yeah. It's funny because Reese was just saying to me, I was just telling, I was just having a conversation with Reese before we started recording. And I was like, I have, I want to lose seven pounds. <laughs> I was like seven pounds. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, I need <laughs> you to hold me accountable. He's like, okay. But every time we have like cookies in the house, you say, I can't eat carbs. And then you go and eat a lot of cookies. And I was like, I, exactly. I was like, we can't have them in the house. He's like, but why did you do that? I'm like, this, if, if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be where I'm at. Like, I wouldn't want to lose seven pounds. So obviously I have a problem. (laughs) Maybe you could just support me. Well, he's going to help hold me accountable, but he he always gets nervous because he says, I, he offends me. He's like, you can't get offended when I tell you you're not supposed to be that. (laughs) I probably will, but well, it's funny because I'm kind of the same way at work. I eat so healthy. Everyone's like, I can't believe you eat so healthy. Oh, you always eat healthy. And then I go home and all I do is snack. <laughs> you don't see me at home. Oh my God. I have like always like nice little healthy avocado toast breakfast. And then for lunch, I have like a nice salad with extra kale and all that healthy stuff. And then no, I go okay. home and eat like 10 cookies, drink, <laughs> have a drink, <laughs> have another Mac and cheese, day, Coke. whatever the kids want to eat, you know, it's bad. <laughs> Had, but it's like I actually like that too. It's my problem I, is I don't bring enough food to work. Yeah. So I don't eat enough during the day. And then I get home and I'm so hungry. I can't wait till dinner. Yeah. And I eat crap before dinner yeah. when I don't need to do that. I mean, I do need to do that because my body is probably screaming at me. But maybe if I just planned better. I don't even know where the food comes from. I never buy cookies at the store. I very rarely buy ice cream. Like I don't even know. I don't even know where the food comes from. I'm like, ooh, just finding it in your cupboards. And like, I'm always at the store. I'm like, I'm not going to get that because I'll eat it. And yet somehow there's food in my cupboards. I don't understand. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Yeah, I I I cannot have any snacks in the house. I can I cannot have any temptation. I have no self control. Right. That's a post baby problem though. I was way better before Brayden. Uh, it's probably just a stress thing, honestly. I mean, no, I mean, you I said, you, you, said you don't I stress, don't eat. stress I eat. eat. I stress eat, but when I'm stressed, I don't have an appetite. I should be stressed just more. Maybe I always just 
I just am always hungry and I just love food and I just, mm. I would rather eat than drink personally. Like I could, just, Oh, same, but, um, same. but recently I've been very, very thirsty today. I have three drinks. So um, I, have, I have a large bottle of water that, that I've been working on. That's mostly ice right now. So Plus I have another bottle of water, but it's flavored water. So I can get a little flavor in. And then I actually made myself a French martini tonight. So Oh, what's in a French martini? Oh, it's the best. It's my favorite martini. Please explain it, to me. It is uh, vodka um, and uh, pineapple juice and then Chambord, which is like a blackberry liqueur. It's a French <gasps> blackberry liqueur. And it's very expensive. Really so sticking I, to your roots. Uh, love my martinis. <laughs> love French my martinis. Roots. Uh-huh. Wow, that sounds good. So I've got three drinks because I'm very thirsty all of a sudden today, but I just had Asia Grill for dinner. So that's oh, probably why. It's the, it's the MSG. <laughs> I know. I'm very thirsty after Chinese food. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think everyone is. Shout you out to Asia had, like, Grill. Eight. Best Chinese food ever. I love them. I love them. But if I do. you'd like to give us free Chinese, we'll take it. <laughs> Sponsor us. We will eat it and probably get really fat. Oh my gosh, love it. Yeah, there's probably like three days worth of sodium in one, oh, one little chicken. It's true. It's true, but chicken. it's so good. It's, it's so totally good. worth it. I'm usually bloated for like a week after Asia Grill. Also, but I get very thirsty. So I have two drinks tonight too. I have water and yeah. tea. Good. Good. We're, we're, see, we're trying to stay hydrated. Trying I hydrated. drink a lot of water. You do drink. You drink I more drink than I do. a ton of water. I struggle, but right now I'm very thirsty. So it's actually tasting really good right now. So that's good. Elizabeth. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I have to say, like, I was pretty good. To, I guess I really didn't drink that much water. Today. I felt like I drank a lot of water today, but I guess I didn't really drink that like much three water. sips. You drink three sips and you're like, well, oh, I've had so much. I've had this bottle since the morning. <laughs> okay. So that doesn't get She's holding a massive water bottle, making it look like she's had all this water. <laughs> she's actually been drinking it for 12 hours. <laughs> it's 32 ounces and I'm probably got like that's so bad. ounces left. You can't even do 32 ounces in a day i i i take a 50 ounce water bottle to work during the week but the weekends i struggle very very hard how many ounces 50 and you drink that during the day yes at work yeah that's better i probably drink so i drink out of a i don't know what my yeti is it's it's at least 24 ounces i think it's close to probably 30. I don't know, but I drink about six to eight of those a day, but not because I'm like trying to be health conscious. I'm just super thirsty. I'm always thirsty. I don't know. I'm like a camel. I'm my mom's the same way. She doesn't drink that much water. I just don't know what it is. I mean, I think everyone requires a different amount. Maybe you know, camels don't store water in their humps. Oh, I don't, I don't know anything <laughs> about animals. I just know that cam- people say camels drink water or something. I, I just learned that that's a fact. That's a, not, a, not a fact. That's a myth. They don't store water in their humps. Interesting. Actually, we learned that at Southwick Zoo together. Oh, I don't remember. These remember things. we took the boys? We, <laughs> yeah, I, I remember we took the boys. I remember that. Facts? No, I'm not going to I was facts. reading one of the facts when we went to look at the camels. That's why I learned that. Oh, well, there you go. See? It's a good thing you remember these things. You're always learning. So um, I didn't look at the outline that you made for us. <laughs> Oh my god! I made it in ten <laughs> seconds. All right. So, where are we going first, Jessica? Well, um, I need to look at what I sent you. What did I send you? You sent me an outline. Oh, okay. Corrections corner. Okay, so I that's think first. Okay. We're going to start with corrections corner. We'll talk about anything that you know we need to correct or add to from the last episode. I don't think we have anything for corrections corner this week. Yeah, I don't have anything. Nobody commented about this week's episode so uh, far. So they were let down because we went from a really good one to us <laughs> rambling. We actually didn't get as many listeners so far. It's only day th- three. Guys, day three. Come on. Um, but uh, I mean, still, uh, people get busy. We're not going to hold it against you if you haven't no, heard we it. We are. Yet, listen, you know? just listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we did things out of order, didn't we? Because I already did what you're drinking. Um, so, so for those of you who didn't listen last week, we said, just said she was going to make an outline for this podcast because we seem to be jumping here, there, and everywhere. <laughs> last week, especially, we last jumped week all over the place. Um, we just, it was we, a big cluster. We forget things. If you listen to episode two, Mom Brain, you'll understand. Like, we just forget. And then we like get excited because they're like, oh, we remembered it again. And we have to get it out. So we need to be more organized. And by we, I mean me mostly because yeah. I'm not an organized person. Yeah. So um, Corrections Corner. Yeah. We don't have anything this week for you. Um, if you have anything for corrections please let us know and we will definitely correct ourselves because yeah. we're definitely mess up a lot totally get it usually it's my husband that um points <laughs> out the corrections corner and he did although i don't think he listened yet this week so we might have to do two corrections corners next oh, week my when he tells me everything that i did wrong oh my <laughs> or or it's my sister emily who corrects me a math 
which I didn't do math last week, so she can't correct me this week. <laughs> we did talk about her a lot, though. What did she say? She didn't say anything. I don't know if she listened yet. She I'm sure she did, but. Uh, um, okay, so. Uh, housekeeping corner. Housekeeping corner. Let's uh, talk about housekeeping. Okay. Cavekeeping. We can call it cave, cavekeeping. Cavekeeping. Cavekeeping corner. It's time to clean the cave. We talked about this before. We have the website. Yes. We've linked it. We talked last week. This actually could be kind of corrections corner, but it's also cave keeping corner. We made, um, not we, you made. Oh God. It's yeah. been a week guys. It's guys, been a we week. Had a we QR did. code dilemma. So when <laughs> future reference for anyone who's got a business and wants to use a QR code, make sure you read the fine print because I never do. And I always get screwed over. Um, I made a QR code two weeks ago. And I, when I lo- lo- went to this website, it said, create your free, tr- uh, create your free account. I'm like, okay, it's free. If it's free, it's for me because we don't get, she read nothing else. <laughs> well, if I'm going to sign up for something, it should tell me that I'm going to get charged after a trial. And it did not, it did not. Okay. So it didn't even tell me it was a trial. It just said, create your QR uh, code. And I okay. did. Okay. <laughs> and I went into time. our e- Elizabeth. I went into our email that you made it with, and you're and I looked at the first email, and it literally says trial in the first sentence. <laughs> I don't agree with that. I'm that going immediately. to go. I don't agree with that. You should have investigated this. Regardless, regardless. <laughs> three days after I get business cards made and window clings for our car, I get so an email saying that our QR code like is three hundred. I made business 500 cards. business cards. Oh my God, 500. 500. Yes, 500. <laughs> um, and yeah, so my QR code no longer works on the business cards and the window clings that I purchased for advertising purposes. So now I'm um, trying to figure out where we're going to take our next step because I really don't want to waste 500 business cards and I don't want to waste the window cling I put onto my car. That QR code doesn't really work on it anyways, because it was actually has a little bit of trouble on my so window. So if you but... find our QR code in a Target somewhere, don't use it because it's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> it's not going to help. We are sorry. We're going to fix it. So By we, I mean, Elizabeth's yeah. going to fix it because she got us into this mess. Uh, here I am trying to take an easy way out, trying because I don't, we don't make money off of this podcast. I don't want to spend money on making this podcast. Yet here we are. <laughs> Yet here we are spending money on business spending cards money. just to get our name out. So yeah, we got to work on that. So so we're going to do some cavekeeping yeah. and figure out that situation. Yes. So but yeah. it, the more you like our, our posts, the more you uh, set, share us with other friends, please share us, please rate, review, subscribe, do the whole thing because that is how people find us. And we want other moms to find us. We want to make a bigger community. Um, we were up to 77 people on our Facebook page right now. We actually have um, 100 people in the mom group because of the mom group that we had previously. Cool. And and don't we have followers in Wisconsin and Pennsylvania? We Hi, do. guys. Hi, Wisconsin Hi. and Pennsylvania. I saw some listeners from out of state um, out of, because we're, we're in Rhode Island here. So if you are in Wisconsin or Pennsylvania, Thank you for listening. Tell us what it's like there. Please. please. Is it hot like here? Because it's been so hot here in New England that we... It's been nice this weekend, though. This weekend's been good, but it's been like Florida summer here. And it finally just broke and we had like a normal New England summer. So Wisconsin. Please message us. Let us know what's going on in your side of the world. What's it like being a mom in Wisconsin? Yeah, right. Seriously. Um, so thank you for listening, uh, yeah, for thanks, sure. Guys. Please send it to all your mom friends, because listen, we, if we can get across the, the entire United States, I mean, now that would be epic. We have like what? one person from like every state. How awesome would that be? That'd that be, would be really cool. That'd be really I wonder, cool. I bet momming is different depending, depending on the state. Attitudes are definitely different. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I know what Wisconsin I, is like, is Wisconsin. They're pretty friendly, right? They're near Canada. I'm I'm pretty right? sure. I'm I have no idea. I do not know geography. I did not do well. <laughs> we will corrections Wait, corner this next on. week. <laughs> oh, I'm in a, in my playroom. I don't have uh, the United States. How come I don't have the United States on my walls Wait, in here? We're gonna corrections corner this. Wait, I'm gonna go. I think it is because they have kind of the Wisconsin. 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 What does that have to do with Canada? <laughs> it sounds like you know how the Canadians a they have a? like that. Oh, I know. My aunt's from Canada. Yeah, yeah they have like that draw. They're they're near. They're, I think they're pretty close to Canada. I'm Googling right now. Wisconsin, if you're listening again this week, I'm <laughs> please, so sorry. Please don't stop listening to us if we're wrong. <laughs> say map. I know it's up. It's. I think it's bordering Canada. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. 
wouldn't say it's mid midwest no it is it's not it's, mid it's, no 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 elizabeth not midwest that's not what i meant <laughs> that's so stupid we are educated people yeah no wisconsin's <laughs> it's next to minnesota oh minnesota. minnesota that's what i'm thinking i think wisconsin's got a little bit of that draw though which I mean, is not everybody has an accent because we, we probably they probably think we have an accent we no, we do my i don't my, i don't think my I have son's an accent. first one of his first words was car for car okay <laughs> your son is two <laughs> i'm 32 and i don't think i have an accent <laughs> no but you I do, do say coffee sometimes coffee comes out coffee like that. but i don't say that very fast in park the car i don't say par- i do. say park the car okay i say my r's I actually feel like I don't have an accent either. I don't think I. Uh, Luke does. If he's talking on the phone, Luke, my husband, has really? a very heavy Rhode accent. Does he really? I've never <laughs> yes. noticed that. It's always on the phone. I don't know what it is, but I'm talking to him in person and it sounds normal. So that would actually be fun. So anyone listening from out of Rhode Island, tell us if we have an accent. And let us know if we have an accent. Because we don't know. We I can't yeah, hear it. Yeah, we don't know. This is all, all we know. Yeah. So please, please email please, us please, email yeah. us message us email us you anything. can always email us at the underprepared podcast at gmail.com yes. if you don't want to comment publicly it's fine yeah um, we get it. email us and tell us if we have an accent because we're now we're curious yeah absolutely um is that it for the cave should That's we, the cave are we done sweeping the cave i think we swept the cave All um right. so um, yeah don't if you see our qr codes anywhere just hold off we're gonna fix it yeah i sent an email i'm a karen liz says oh and I'm and sorry Karen, if your okay. name is actually Karen. I'm I'm sorry if yeah, you're I'm not very good Karen. I'm, I know some lovely Karens. I have a cousin named Karen. She's, She's fantastic. If you work in retail and you ever get an email from Jessica, I am so sorry. I am so no 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 so no, 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 no. I want to clarify. <laughs> I, want to clarify. I never send. I'm not like a nasty Karen. Like I'm not cussing people uh, out. Can we read the Elizabeth. post you sent to Edaville? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because you know what? I was really embarrassed about that because a lot of people a lot that. of people saw that. <laughs> so I all right, all right, now I have to explain myself. <laughs> I I genuinely embarrassed myself. All right, first and foremost, Liz calls me a Karen because it's not even bad. It's just when something goes wrong, I explain it. For example, in my town that I live in, I complained about two things. I complained about the high schoolers not using the footbridge. We have a footbridge that avoids the high schoolers crossing the street to go into school because I live near a high school. And the bridge goes over the road so that it doesn't stop traffic. And we had a crossing guard this year and she was stopping every single car for swarms of children. And I was like, why are we not using the bridge? Sent an email to the town saying like, listen, we have a footbridge. Why aren't we using it? I can't, I had to leave like 20 minutes early to get to work just to get past the high school. It was ridiculous. What did they do? Next day, they start using the footbridge. Awesome. And then during one of the storms, they've been pretty good about clearing sidewalks. They did not clear it. They let it sit and get to mush and then ice over. I walk my dog and my baby on those sidewalks. That's a public safety issue. I emailed the town again. They're probably like, it's this crazy lady again. But guess what they did? The next day, they cleared the sidewalks. That's like, okay, stuff. And I Karen'd. When Liz made this mistake with the QR code, but you should love this because I'm Karening for you. No, I do love and it. And I sent an email saying they scammed it. us. And but they, they still clear. haven't. But they still haven't responded. I'm going to send a follow up. Well, listen, anyway, so I Karen get a little bit too hard this one time because my. It was one time. It was pretty embarrassing. I won't lie. Um, <laughs> my son loves Thomas and he loves trains in general, but. He loved Thomas. He still like kind of likes Thomas. And they have Edaville Family Theme Park in Massachusetts. And it's they have a whole Thomas land. And I, I knew he would love it. And people were kind of getting, I don't even know. T- something happened during the pandemic. And then no one got their refunds for the tickets they bought. They weren't being clear on if they're opening or not. And I was like, I just want to know if you're opening. Like, I've sent you messages. I'm curious. Are you going to open Thomas Land? I don't remember what I said, but I said something a little sassy. And next thing I know, <laughs> everyone's texting me with screenshots like, Jess, this is ridiculous. And I, I wish like, I, I would have read it. I would have read it. <laughs> I would have read it on here. <laughs> everyone, everyone was texting me. I don't know why it went uh, to the, whatever the Facebook algo- algorithm well, is. It's, it went to that on the page. Basically, whatever you and everyone was on seeing stuff. My but I also I was liked, so embarrassed. But I also liked Edaville on Facebook. So I don't know. Yeah, if but like Jackie saw, saw my friend Jackie saw it and Maybe she, she like, like it. Oh, I don't know. No, it just everyone was texting me like, wow, Jess, like you went a little <laughs> bit too hard. And I mean, <laughs> I'm, 
I think I deleted I the like, comment. I'm so embarrassed. This is so bad. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I didn't like swear at them. No, I just like, you could tell you could read it angrily. Like you just, you know how there's certain things you just read and you're like, wow, this person's really angry. <laughs> and you don't even have to use like caps or anything. <laughs> Listen, I was disappointing my son. Oh my gosh. My son. Yeah. I think I just told them that they were like, I don't know. I just want you people said- to know I didn't like F bomb them. I just said like, they were you say? kind of a disgrace, probably. <laughs> I don't even remember. But all I could think of was like, it's probably like this old couple that owns it. And like, it they, is. they, they just can't afford it. to open it. Oh, they did. Sell. See, that's why they, they were closed. It. But that's they weren't good. honest. People were like, we had season tickets that you promised us. Listen, they, had, maybe, they were not answering. Maybe they had some like skeletons in the closet. They were trying to get rid of. It was something. But it's know. like, just be honest and say, listen, we're not opening this year. We don't have the Like, be honest. Yeah. Be honest. Yeah. They weren't honest. But I learned a lesson and I haven't done that publicly. I just email people now. <laughs> I've also emailed the Duncan down the road a few times. Oh my God. <laughs> During the pandemic when they weren't wearing masks. And yeah, yeah. When they they weren't there a couple of times I drove up at like 5 a.m. and they were open, but we're like sitting around in the back. We've had that problem too. And I'm like, the come one on. down the street. Yeah. Yeah. So I've emailed them and not 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 I the one in my in my hometown. The one at the fast Freddy. Oh, it used to be fast Freddy's. The gas station down the street. Their Duncan is. I'm sorry. It's terrible. They never, ever answer their comms. I don't understand. Yeah, it was bad. So, but again, you know, yeah, Karen's get stuff done. (laughs) Well, I appreciate you caring for me right now. Um, Hopefully they email us back and I can get my QR code back just for a little bit longer. You know, like just we're going to make it happen. I've been you're never going to call me a Karen again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as long as you don't call me a Beth again. How's that? I'll never (laughs) stop calling you Beth. (laughs) That's right. Now that I know who Beth is on Yellowstone, I'm kind of like, all right, I'll be a Beth. <laughs> no, I only took that. <laughs> I don't even watch Yellowstone. I just know that she's a, a bad A. So, <laughs> well, there you go. Thank you, Yellowstone. <laughs> yeah. Because I was not going to stop calling you that. Oh, my God. All right. Let's get on to the topic. I think we've talked enough. <laughs> we have. Yeah. Our, our first section is gonna, session is going to be done already. Uh-huh. Um, okay. So, today, uh, how do you want to describe today's topic, Jessica? Sorry, I was on mute. Um, I think we're going to talk about all the things that we didn't expect in our journey to motherhood. So like pregnancy, the fourth trimester, I think it was just a lot. You have expectations about how you think it's going to go. And then it goes the way it goes. And sometimes it's alarming. And we're going to talk about it. Yeah, we know a couple of people who are trying to get pregnant or are pregnant about to have a baby. And we kind of want to get on their level right now. Um, They've heard us talk about, you know, being mothers so far. But if they're not mothers themselves, they can't really relate. So we want to relate to those who are going through the very first stages of motherhood. And I think we should start with pregnancy first. Um, Yeah, I just want a disclaimer. Okay. We don't want to scare you. No, no, this is not to scare you. It's just to prepare you. This is, I'm hoping that people can listen to this and make, maybe take, make me think it's a little funny. Cause it, if you look back now, it's it is going to be funny. funny. It's, it's a little funny. funny. And just know that even though it, yes, there are challenges and it is a struggle. We all do it again. Yep. We <laughs> like, do. You we do it, it again. again. Yep. We'll do it again. Like as yep. bad as we, I thought it was. I'm gonna do it again. So it can't be that bad. Another disclaimer. Some of the stuff we may mention may not be very proper and also might be a little kind of gross sometimes, but be gross. That's, but that's motherhood. That is, that's motherhood. <laughs> and that's that's the real I, if, I if hated when I was pregnant when people were like, get ready, like it's gonna be disgusting, or get ready for your life to change. Like I hated yeah. that, and we're yeah. not gonna do that. If you're gonna be gonna be real squeamish, maybe you don't want to listen to this episode. Might be we might say a couple of things that might be kind of oh my gosh I can't say, believe they said that on the air yeah, uh, my mom will it. probably think that but <laughs> my mom will probably think but that too. we're gonna sorry say mommy it because we want you to prepare for it because it's, it's important complete, it's not talked about enough it's completely natural and normal 100 percent natural it's normal and we so. look at the beautiful babies we brought into the exactly. world so we're gonna talk about it exactly um well let's go with pregnancy um <clears throat> well for me just. Just to start off, I think the hardest thing I had mentioned this earlier, I think the <laughs> hardest thing for me during pregnancy was giving up coffee. Um, that was really hard because I I'm an avid coffee drinker. I have coffee every day. Um, I, I didn't drink a whole lot in college. It wasn't until after college that I really started to drink it. Um, and when when I got pregnant with Emmett, um, 
I actually gave it up pretty quickly because I was so excited to be pregnant. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. Like I can totally do this. No big deal. Um, occasionally I would have like a decaf coffee here and there, but I never really drank coffee otherwise. And I remember, um, just like getting that first cup. And I was like, I'm so excited. This is so exciting. And, um, after having it, but of course, um, so that was, you know, it was okay. The first time, the first time it was fine, but come, uh, three years later when Emmett is now three and I am pregnant with Hunter, I was like, Oh, I could really use a cup of coffee right now. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I just worked all day. Now I have to chase a three-year-old around the house with, you know, seven, eight months pregnant. I really need that energy boost and I couldn't do it. And I think that was, it was not unexpected for sure. Cause I knew obviously I couldn't drink coffee, but it was really difficult to do that the second time around compared to the first time around. I never thought of that. Yeah. You know, because you're so much more tired now after having a first, you know, yeah. and you're, you're, you got more to do. So that was definitely, um, my, my least favorite part, I think of pregnancy, which I mean, there are obviously worse things in pregnancy. So you guys, it's not, not so bad. That was the worst part <laughs> for me personally. I had very easy pregnancies though. Um, what was the hardest thing for you? Um, it's funny because I had a lot of problems during my pregnancy. No, I didn't have any like health problems. It was more just like complaining problems. Um, <laughs> I also, one of the hardest things, even though I had a few hard things, one of the hardest things was coffee. It was, it was cutting out coffee and I was working in an anesthesia unit. So we were, we start early. Um, I had to commute to the hospital. We don't, I didn't li- I don't live close by. So I was getting on the train in the morning. And I was up at, I was leaving the house at five and I wasn't getting home till about five, five thirty PM. So, and we had a, right near my office was a Starbucks. And when I started that job before I was pregnant, I was at Starbucks constantly. I just needed coffee to stay awake. I was up early. It was a really long day, five days a week. It was five, 12 hour days. I was drinking so much coffee. It probably wasn't healthy. And then we knew we were trying and then I got pregnant and then I was like, oh my gosh, I can't drink like I was probably drinking like 400 milligrams of caffeine a day and the, the headache headaches, the, the withdrawal headache was so bad. I did stop. I didn't drink a much, but then what the real hard part was I love coffee. I, I love coffee. It's like the one thing I do for myself is, is coffee. Um, but then I got, I had morning sickness or really it should be called all day sickness um, right around like five weeks. Like I, we found out I was pregnant in the next week, like the sickness kicked in. I was sick for 25 weeks. Um, and I hated coffee. I hated the smell of it. Like Reese could not brew it in the morning. The girls I shared an office with used to feel bad. So they would like try not to bring coffee. And I was so nauseated by coffee. Um, but I was tired cause I was still working my five, 12 hour days. I was taking the, pr- the train pregnant. Um, I was working with a lot of patients and families and I was just like gagging everywhere. I had to excuse myself constantly. I had from the PACU, they gave me vomit bags, the nurses to take on the train. And I was trying not to gag on the train in front of people. Um, So it was the sickness for me. I couldn't eat anything. I hated everything except Big Macs, which is horrible. And I'm like, and it's terrible because I did gained weight from it. it. Didn't you like milk too? Weren't you obsessed with milk? Yeah, I drank. I drank. You drank a lot of it. That was like a, it started a little bit later, but I drank. Um, I drank so much. I was drinking a gallon every couple of days. That's so but I would crazy. drink milk with. I would have like a cheeseburger and like a Big Mac with milk. So gross. When I was pregnant with Emmett the first time, um, well, obviously he, he was my first one. Um, I had him twice. <laughs> yeah, had him twice. Um, white when I hit six weeks pregnant. Um, I was like, I was mixing butter at work, and um. I could smell the butter. Like, I mean, I'm like, I'm like face to face with the mixer and the butter and in my, in my, it's literally in my face, but I can't smell things very well. I don't have a very good nose, but I could smell that butter. And when I tell you that butter made me nauseous and when you're a baker, you use a lot of butter, (laughs) like a lot of butter. So every time I mixed butter in the morning with something, I, I had to step away. And like, I had to like, I would like get, grab some dry cereal and just kind of put that in my mouth to kind of like forget about the smell. It actually helped for me to chew on like dry cereal, but, um, butter was just a mince. complete, complete turnoff. Like I could not stand the smell of mm. butter. Um, and that lasted my entire first trimester, um, was that strong, strong sense of smell. And it was just for butter. Nothing else really stuck out to me. 
Um, I also was obsessed with BLTs. So my best friend, (laughs) I know my best friend, Jen, um, she told me, um, she, 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 her favorite story is how much I would tell her like, Oh, I'm going to have my second breakfast. She's like, you're having her BLT again. And I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> because like, I would eat like Not the worst thing you could do. No, I would have good. like, and I would have like half a sandwich. It wasn't like anything big, but like, I'd have my dry cereal in the morning to keep the nausea out. And then I'd have half a BLT mid mid morning. And then I'd have my lunch, you know, I work eight hours a day. So I had like three small meals during that time. But she's always like, oh, your second meal was always a BLT. And I was like, I, I just, they were, I was so obsessed with BLTs with him. So when Hunter came around and I was pregnant with him, I was only nauseous with butter for like a week. And that was it. I was done. Like I wasn't nauseous with anything else. But still butter again. But it was still butter. Like That's I so smelt weird. it. I was like, oh, here it is. It's going to, it's going to last forever. And it did it. It actually went away really fast. And I didn't really crave anything specific for him. I just wanted to eat everything. I was so, so hungry all the time. Um, So I did the same thing. I had my BLTs, not because I was craving them, just because it was something, um, something I wanted, you know, uh, I just wanted to eat something and it's very easy to make a BLT at work. So, um, but yeah, that was that, I think the nausea and I was lucky because I didn't like, like, unlike you, I didn't, I wasn't nauseous very much. It was just during the butter that's the only time i was ever really nauseous i was nauseous literally from the moment i woke up until the moment i went to sleep and i think and think look at listening now i would not have been able to do your job i would have had to quit (laughs) i was so smell reese had to like do everything he had to open the fridge i couldn't open the trash i could not go near the sink if there was food in it i was so smell sensitive and when i'm saying nauseous i was I, i never actually threw up yeah. Reese used to tell me he's like, just throw up, but I hate throwing up. So I, I probably Same. could have. I avoid it. Myself. I avoid it all. He's like, costs. just do it. You'll feel better. And I'm like, I can't. So I, can't. I spent, I think around 30 weeks pregnant, it finally subsided. Um, I couldn't do smell still. I was smell sensitive the entire time, but the severe nausea mm-hmm. um, stopped. But I mean, it took till 30 weeks. So I would, I 100% would have had to quit your job. Yeah. I'd be in a new career. <laughs> um, you know, being tired too. everyone was like, oh, the first trimester, you're going to be exhausted. The second trimester, you're going to have energy. The third trimester, you'll be tired again. I'm pretty sure I was just always tired, but I'm generally always <laughs> <a baseline>. tired. <laughs> so like, I couldn't tell if it was the pregnancy or just like me in general. And I don't think I ever had energy at all. Like, I think I had, I definitely had less energy with Hunter because I had a child running around. Um, But I was going to the the gym here and there too. I was walking on a treadmill as I was trying to. So I didn't know if that was me personally being tired, if it was the pregnancy, but I don't, I don't think it was a big difference with being tired. Like, like I said, I'm always tired. So I couldn't tell if it was the pregnancy or not. I really don't know. I was tired. I didn't feel like it extreme exhaustion, no. but again, I was working five, 12 hour days. I, also, I was tired at baseline. So I'm not, I was definitely a little more right, tired. Definitely. Right. First trimester, but right. After that, it was kind of like, eh. I also just like to nap. So I don't know if I was using that as an excuse <laughs> to nap when I go home. I'm so tired. I'm going a baby. <laughs> oh, I really need to take a nap, nap, babe. I'm so tired. Like, Make uh, me dinner. All I, I worked today and I'm carrying your your child in my belly. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> it's a free pass for everything. Seriously. Yeah, I mean, feel super it, tired. If you can use it, use it. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah. And I, I didn't. I didn't work out. I had to do physical therapy through my entire pregnancy mm. because <laughs> it's just like what couldn't go wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, early on, I started, it was again at work. I was, um, I work in hospital. We wash our hands all the time, but I'd like go to the bathroom and then wash my hands and just the slight bend over the sink. I started feeling pain in my back and I had told one of the nurses, I'm like, I just keep feeling this. And she's like, yeah, you're not supposed to like get that checked out. Um, and it turns out like I ended up having to do PT. My back was super out of line um just from like the your ligaments get super loose when you're pregnant it's the way your body like adapts to hold the baby so i started pt really early and he had told me like if you had waited you would have been in a lot of trouble like yeah before so i did pt the whole time um but i couldn't really exercise which is weird for me because i'm a, you a, love to exercise i love to exercise um so i just sat and got fat <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's how fat. i do things <laughs> i ate big because it's literally all i could stomach and i sat and got fat so I it wasn't it. ideal I, 
You know what though? You've always loved McDonald's, so I feel like that's just like on point for you. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Big Mac in years. I had, I had a Big Mac had in one years. since middle school. So yeah, <gasps> that that was the first one I had in years. Yeah, and I tried it, and the doctor had told me she's like, "Listen, you have to eat something. Yes, it doesn't matter what it is. Yes, whatever you think you can stomach eat, and like the baby, your body will take out." there's amazing that there's whatever nutrients <laughs> um, but it was all I could eat and it was disgusting and I didn't gain like excessive weight they said I could they wanted me to gain 25 to 30 pounds and I gained exactly 30 and at my my last appointment she was like you're good I'm not telling you like to worry but stop. like stop. <laughs> just stop where you're at you're fine now you've reached, you've reached a good weight let's you've reached, keep it there <laughs> it's literally what she said she's like it's there's not concern but like like she was probably she's like probably didn't want me to cry but she's like real dead girl <laughs> like you told me to eat the big macs you told have me. a big mac that's all you need <laughs> you told me to do this but i ended up gaining 30 um well you know what you're what you just said reminded me of a friend's episode if y'all love friends like i do um when phoebe's pregnant with her three uh her brother's three kids um she's a vegetarian so joey her friend joey was <laughs> eating some sandwich or whatever and she goes what's that smell? Oh, I, I need, I need that smell, whatever. And Joey's looking at, he's like, this is my sandwich. Like it's got meat on it. You're a vegetarian. She goes, she's like, I don't care. I need to have it. You know? And she, that was me though, because meat. I wasn't yes. eating meat. Yeah, I, I really wasn't eating a lot of meat and meat was the only thing I could Listen, eat when I was pregnant. It's not for you. It's for the baby. So you just have to yeah. think about that. Well, now I eat a lot more meat than I did pre braiding but yeah, I was like, I hadn't had a big Mac because I wasn't eating hamburger. I hadn't right. had hamburger in years. Same. And I was nervous I was going to get sick, but my body yeah. just remembered it yeah. took right to that Big Mac. Yeah. Well, it's yes. the baby. It's just blame it on the baby. Um, you know what? You <laughs> know what I'm kind of thinking? You know, for babies too, and if you ever, if if we ever have a third or whatever, you know, it'd be really helpful is if instead of us trying to lose all that baby weight, if the new baby could just eat the weight that we gained. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like a parasite. <laughs> Honestly, I thought that's how it worked. Wouldn't that be I was like, great? This isn't going to matter. <laughs> I know. You're gonna take in these calories, but that's not how it works. Why can't they just like feed they off of our fat? To my cheeks, like why little hamster they, cheeks. Why can't they feed off of our fat? Like, why can't they do that? I know. <laughs> I feel like, like that'd be so much. I'll ask my doctor next time. So I have an idea. <laughs> I'm just not gonna eat. I'm not gonna I eat. There's enough on me that the baby could be sustained for a little while. Seriously, he's gonna be fine. Or and then like once once the baby comes out, we'll be like skinny again. I mean. <laughs> Okay, can we talk about how that was a surprise too when I gained 30 pounds, Ugh. but then the baby came out and I still like yeah, it wasn't 30 made... pounds. No, like I don't, under- I don't understand. <laughs> he was only seven pounds. And so, I'm like, where's the rest of this? So I believe the guidelines for um, pregnancy weight is you're supposed to gain between 25 and 35. You know, obviously 35 being like your max. So I gained 50 for Emmett, 50 pounds. So- <laughs> <laughs> Jen will blame it on the BLTs. <laughs> fantastic <laughs> but i also enjoyed did your doctor pregnant. tell you anything she did not she did not say wow. anything about my weight God, i hit the, the <laughs> max and she was like girl it's enough <laughs> they they were not concerned about my weight whatsoever they, i was so he- i was such a healthy person in general that to, they were not concerned. so was i <laughs> <laughs> to go to Europe, clearly you weren't as healthy as me <laughs> it's like girl you did it enough <laughs> no so i gained 50 pounds so I was very lucky and I was able to go to the gym after work, after having Emmett. My mother-in-law was able to watch him a little bit longer. Okay, 50 pounds, <laughs> what? You gained 50 pounds and you went to the gym. I didn't go to the gym. After I went to the gym, I lost that weight. <laughs> Thank you very much. She said during the pregnancy. No. No. Like, what were you eating? <laughs> I did not go to the gym faithfully while I was pregnant. I did go occasionally. Okay. After I had Emmett, I went faithfully after work every day. Okay, I got confused. And um, I lost all that weight. And I was back down to you my- lost a lot of I weight. lost a lot. I went back to my pre-pregnancy weight by the time you got married, which was great because mm-hmm. I was I could fit into my-, my You were my super hot dress and everything. I loved it. So then when I gained- when I got pregnant with Hunter, um, I'm going to make this really quick because we're going to be done again in a minute. When I- when we- um. When I got pregnant with Hunter, I um, gained 40 pounds. And I was like, well, at least it wasn't 50. (laughs) (laughs) At least it wasn't 50. (laughs) You beat your goal. I did. I did. So maybe if I have a third, maybe I can stop by like 35. (laughs) (laughs) You should just go 10 pounds every baby. (laughs) 10 pounds less. (laughs) All right, guys. We'll be right back.
right. Welcome back to from our short little break that we had. Um, Jess, where do you want to go from here? You still want to talk pregnancy or do you want to talk? Uh, no, the fourth I think we trimester? covered it. Let's okay. go to the fourth trimester. I do want to just say one thing just to sum up pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> just it sums up my pregnancy it was one time I wore compression socks at work when I was pregnant because I was on my feet all day on the unit I worked on. And <laughs> I then got leg pain so bad. I think they didn't fit properly. <laughs> the complete opposite of what they're supposed to I got leg pain so bad. The doctor thought I was maybe having, um, I maybe had blood clots. So Oof. I had to spend the night. Well, I, yeah, I have like a, a gene that makes me a little bit higher risk for blood clots. Not like super bad, but so they made me go to the ER and I had to spend the night in the ER waiting for an ultrasound and waiting for them to tell me that it was actually clear and the socks just didn't fit. <laughs> You know, my greatest fear that's that <laughs> my, my greatest fears involve blood clots. I am so really? deathly I am so deathly afraid of getting ooh, a blood clot. You're not me. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm ooh. I've uh ooh, the, yeah, it gives me the chills. Okay. Um, yeah, it wasn't so, a blood clot, just in proper socks. Thank God. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> just really did everything right. <laughs> All right. So the fourth trimester. So I don't think I ever heard of the term fourth trimester until I was technically in the fourth trimester i'm in the 12th trimester right now (laughs) i'm still not out like i didn't know that was a thing first of all so that's like the thing that i didn't expect when having a baby Mm -hmm. was a fourth trimester um they're technically still kind of a part of you in that way during that that time um i mean you go into having a baby and at the time when i had emmett he was breech he was um not facing the right way so um, they had asked me if, yeah, if they had asked me if um, I wanted to do a C-section or, and I didn't, I did not want to have a C-section at first. I was actually, I didn't mm. want to have one at all. I was n- not afraid of it. I just really wanted to try doing it, you know, the natural way. They're just wow. pushing, pushing the baby out. They just wanted to try it that way. <laughs> Zero I, wanted, that. <laughs> I wanted to have a labor. I was like the, the way, the most, nobody, nobody wants to have a labor. And here I was, no. I'm like, I want to <laughs> feel the water break. I want to have the emergency. I can I tell you, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get the whole experience. And so when it's they told great. me Emmett was breech and that I have to have a C-section, I was like, there's no way that I can get him to turn. They're like, well, he could turn on his own, but you know, we could also try, um, um, what do they call it? An inver- inversion or something like that? I forget what they call it. But they can actually try to flip the baby inside your belly. Yeah. And um, I was like, let's do it. I'm, 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 I'll, let's do it. Let's do it. So I had to go to the ER to get this done. And when I, I don't remember you, this, I, I went, I took a day out of work to do it. Does that hurt? <laughs> I'm getting there. Okay. So <laughs> I, I went into the this. ER and it's literally your OBGYN um, or whoever's going to be delivering the baby uh, from their office or whatever and a nurse and they stand on both sides of your stomach and they each one takes one side of your stomach and they try to shift your stomach oh beth and like literally try <laughs> to did flip. you say yes to this listen listen i'm not even done yet they literally try to I'm out. flip the child in your belly by moving like your whole your whole body like Ooh. it's when i tell you it was it was like someone was trying to push the baby out of me on top of my belly like that's what it felt like you got your birthing experience right there was the most painful experience i think i had had up to that point and i remember looking i had my mom and my mother-in-law in in the room with me and luke at the time and i looked at both of them and i just bawled my eyes out because i i just felt like i had failed like it wasn't even my fault like i know it wasn't but i felt like i had failed because i couldn't make my child turn the right way (laughs) (laughs) it's a rough start so i was so i was so mad i had to have a c-section after that i was just like i and i don't surgery scares me like i'm sure it scares a lot of people you know i never really had major surgery besides my wisdom teeth being out and i did have to get my 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 septum and my nose done because I had a deviated septum. She had a nose job. I had a nose job. <laughs> Looks the same though, so I didn't want to have a nose job. job. <laughs> but um, so I was I was kind of nervous about having a, sur- a major surgery. Um, but you know, here on out, I had it was a clean surgery. There were no issues. It was very very. My my doctor did a great job with Hunter. Um, because I had had a C section with Emmett. Um, and I'm a health. I was a healthy person. I was young. Um, when I say was, I guess I kind of still am like young. I guess. <laughs> I was in a really good position to be able to have an, uh, a VBAC. And that means for those of you who don't know that um, I could actually give birth naturally after a C-section. 
And there's definitely requirements, you know, you have to have of um, your scar has to be completely healed. You have to be um, completely healthy. You have to be young. You have to be of like a certain, you know, all these different checks you have to check off, whatever. Um, and I was all those. They said, if you want to go for it, this is completely up to you. You are in a good position to try it if you still want to have a natural birth. And I did. I still wanted to do it. Now you're like, so come the due date, you know, no baby yet, nothing. I waited a full week, no baby hunter did not want to come out. And I was getting really mad. I was like, dude, I am ready. Like I am done with you. You need to get out of me now. What is taking you so long? Then finally they were like, all right, let's, we'll induce you. And I'm like, great, let's do this. So they had to artificially pop my, my water, um, with the balloon, which again was the most uncomfortable thing I've ever had because it felt like I had to poop <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> and I was like, I can't tell if I have to poop or if this thing is just blowing up inside me. Like, I don't know. A little bit of both, actually. <laughs> so I remember going to the bathroom and a bunch of water came out and I'm like, I don't think I peed. And I was like, I think my water just broke. And you're like, they're like, yep, that's what it is. Whatever. So now I'm like waddling over. There's a balloon hanging out of my crotch. <laughs> I'm waddling over to the table, dripping everywhere. I'm like, you're like, I, hi, I'd like to... Um, ask for a c-section <laughs> i've had enough i was like okay so here come the contractions now and uh, you know um i think i lasted seven hours and i was like you know what give me the epidural i am done like let's do this whatever i think you got a choice i got no choice in that well you can't uh, you know well you you'll get we'll get to you <laughs> <It's all different laughs> so story. i pushed it took me about 12 hours to get this baby out and when i tell you i look back on it now and i'm like well I had my experience. And if I ever have a third, I'm going back to a C-section. <laughs> that makes me feel so good. <laughs> I know people that loved their C-sections. You know, and for those of you who who have all natural births, like my mom has always had a natural birth, I, you know, and she did fine, whatever. Good for you because you... Godspeed if you enjoyed oh. it. <laughs> and I know people who are like, I would never have a natural birth, a C-section all the way, blah, blah. Because I've had both, I can honestly tell you, both of them suck. Both of them are going to suck 100%. They're not going to be beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be fun. It's not beautiful, guys. <laughs> but it really just depends on where do you want to hurt? Do you want to hurt in your belly or do you want to hurt in your yeah. crotch? You know, there's really, I, yes, the C-section, there's more danger with the healing process and whatever. I get it. But I think I preferred hurting in my stomach versus not being Give me the risks, baby. Down. Don't I got I wanted to sit down and be comfortable, you know? I didn't want to bleed for yeah. I mean you still bleed after a C section, but I think it was way, way worse after having a natural. <laughs> but I like that. That is my opinion for those of you who are questioning whether you wanted to have an, a natural or a C section. It 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 it's gonna suck either way. Where do you want to hurt? <laughs> That's my <That's>, advice. <laughs> it's not beautiful, it's gonna suck. Not beautiful. <laughs> don't be nervous <laughs> listen we all do it and we keep doing it so it's yeah, not that bad exactly yeah no no, no. it's it's you know mm-hmm. it's just it is what it is yeah. um i have one child um my next child will be a c-section not even by choice i would choose a c-section i don't even care i would choose a c-section it is well, not by see, choice. you had the natural now you get to choose now. <laughs> i had the natural i had 36 hours of oh natural labor i will um, never forget that day oh. like 36 hours that i was not medicated because they did not give me an epidural because um i was not dilated enough and it was not great um c-section all the way next one i'm excited about it i'm excited to plan it <laughs> i'm excited my water broke for brayden in the middle of the night it broke at home it woke me up at night. I thought I peed myself and I was like, wow, this is unusual. This is gross. But I was, you know, pretty, I was 38 weeks. He actually, he, my water broke two weeks early, <laughs> but he was not eager to get out. <laughs> he just made a mistake. Probably he pressed, pressed the button. The, he shouldn't he have. pressed the, he pressed the wrong button at the yeah, wrong time. Like, no, I made a mistake, mom. <laughs> he tried to stay in. He was like, he he's like one of those things stuck so in a hole that's hard. just like, nope, pushing mm-hmm. myself against him, not going out. That was great. He, he was pain in the butt and it's funny so my water broke at home i thought i peed myself i got up it was like one in the morning and it's it's the night we stayed up the latest too i would i had been in bed at like nine o'clock every night and this night my doctor had just um written me out of work she's like are you done you're good you don't need to travel my legs were going numb i was having sciatica and i couldn't drive to work because the pandemic i couldn't take the train anymore because it wasn't safe and the schedule changed so i was driving in to work every morning about an hour each way and I starting to not feel my driving legs. So my doctor's like, you're good when you're ready. Like, tell me. So I just, just, this was like my first week off of work. 
my water breaks in the middle of the night. We had stayed up till 11. My water broke at 1 a.m. I thought I peed myself. So I was like, oh, wow, this is embarrassing. So I went to the bathroom and, and then I was like, this is weird. So I went back to bed and tried to go back to sleep. And I, I naturally Googled. And I was like, that couldn't be. Like, it's a little early. And they always say your first one's late, blah, blah, blah. So I Googled like what it's like to break your water because I didn't know. I didn't even take any classes. So I had no idea what I was getting into. Um, then I got up and went back to the bathroom. And I was like, let me just like investigate. And then it like really... Oof, it came out and I was like, oh, <laughs> I lost all my membranes actually right there. It was disgusting. And I was like, oh, oh, this might be something. So I was trying to figure out how to get back into the bedroom to tell Reese. So I was like, if I leave, I'm going to, it's going to make a mess. I don't know how I got back. And I was just like, I'd be like, Reese! I know I didn't want to scare him because he was like dead asleep. So I like, I, I like ran back and I was like, I just tapped him. I was like, I think my water just broke. And like, I ran back and he's like, do I need to get up? And I'm like, you do because <laughs> like, do I need to, yeah, you do. You what, need to get up. What a man response. Do I have like, to like, do I, yes, do I need to get up? Yes, yeah, you need to get up. To get up. <laughs> I can barely get off the toilet. I need you to figure out what we're going to do. So I called my doctor. They're like, yeah, come in. We'll check. Went in and they they confirmed, yep, oh yeah, you 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 know broke your membranes, but I wasn't dilated at all. I was zero percent ready to have oh a my baby. God. <laughs> like nothing. There was no like the cervix wasn't soft. I was not dilated. So they're like, yeah, you broke your membranes, but like we can't let you go home because you lost your membrane. So now it's right. an infection risk. So right. they admitted me to the antenatal unit, which is beautiful. I ate real good. They were sending <laughs> me food all day. I'm like, this is awesome. I wasn't having feeling any contractions at all. So they loaded me up with drugs for like hours and hours and hours. I finally started feeling contractions. Like I think we went into the, we got into the ER or the ED at 2 AM. I didn't start feeling contractions till like five or 6 PM then mm-hmm. like that night. Yeah. And it was like nothing. And then like, it got bad, but I wasn't dilating. So the contractions were really bad. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, and like, it was the only time in my life I was begging people to come look at my hoo-ha. I'm like, check it. Just check it. <laughs> They're like, well, you know, it's an infection risk. We can't go into too much. I'm like, I don't care. I never had wild days in college, but I was begging people that like, <laughs> look in my hoo-ha. Look, tell me what's going on. Um, I finally, they didn't want to get an epidural because it could slow things down. I'm like, well, I'm dying. Like, I need something. I was in so much pain. The contractions were like every two minutes. It was horrible. So they're like, well, you could do morphine. I'm like, well, that's a risk. And they're like, oh, no, blah, 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 blah. So they gave me morphine. It didn't do anything. It just put me to sleep in between contractions. Got the epidural, whatever. Finally brought down to labor and delivery at 2 a.m. the next day. Went down to labor and delivery, got all that done. And then they're like, oh, when we had gotten to the hospital, he was in the perfect birthing position. He was like, head down. Perfect. Well, he moved so much during labor. They're like, he's great. He's happy. He moved so much that he switched to the sunny side up position. So like he was in the right position, but (laughs) facing the wrong way. Like he was facing up. So they're like, oh, we could try to move him, which they did some stuff. And they had me move all these positions. And then they gave me the epidural and I had a window pane, which is a thing when the epidural doesn't block you everywhere. It leaves one spot undone. So they were trying to get that spot numb. And finally, I was like, can we just do this? Because I'm 100% over it. Like I vomited. Like I had the transition had happened whatever so they're like yeah okay well he's still sunny side up so like you can try to you know if you want to start pushing we pushed they told me which i'm pretty impressed at um my first push was fantastic (laughs) some pretty disgusting things happened during it but they said wow and the doctor goes you push like a woman who's birthed seven babies (laughs) wow look at that look at that she's like she asked i think she asked reason if i was an athlete he's like well she used to swim she's like wow (laughs) um anyway Brayden was a stubborn little little man about he they it it just it was taking forever it was awful he was just taking forever to come down and then he got like far enough and then it was 4 53 I think and at night the following day yeah me and Laura were on our phones waiting and waiting and and I had been so drugged at that point that I really couldn't even (sighs) text anymore I was in and out of sleep I I mean when you weren't responding we knew something was up well then, so yeah, so he, at 4.53, they're like, you know what? We think it's going to be the next doctor that actually delivers at five o'clock coming in. So we'll wait. Well, at 5.01, we had a baby out of us. <laughs> so like <laughs> that quickly, yeah. his heart rate dropped. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was some sort of like code called in the hospital because in a second, like f- probably 40 people f- came flying into the room. They're like putting on caps and putting on gowns. And the doctor like comes up to me and he's like, okay, 
we think um, like his heart rate is dropping and we need to get him out fast. Like we could do forceps. We could do a vacuum. We could do a C-section, but I think the safest way is forceps, but here are the things he could be paralyzed. He could have a brain hemorrhage, he could blah, 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 but like, we have to do it. And I was just like, and meanwhile, you're okay. drugged and you're like, huh? I was like, sleep, <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, <laughs> like, whatever what you're going to do. You just so get it out. Forceps. And when I say ripped him out of me, I mean, I mean, it took just minutes. It took, they're like, when we tell you, we just need you to push as hard as you possibly can and we'll do the rest. And they yeah. literally ripped him out of me. It was insane he was really blue and they put him on my chest for a minute and i was like is this normal like it's i was like first of all you get a cone head so bad from the forceps so the first thing i said to my baby about my baby i said what's wrong with his head okay well listen listen don't feel bad about that you were drugged up i was (laughs) was like like, what happened and i was like oh my god they didn't tell me i had a deformed baby like what happened they're like no it's normal it's because we use forceps it'll go back and then I was like, he's really blue. And the nurse is like, yup. So we're just going to take him. <laughs> we're just going to take him real quick. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So like Reese went with him and the doctor, like, she's like, no, no, no. Like he's crying. Like that's, yeah, that's a good, good sign. sign. Yeah. And he did bounce back fast. He never required oxygen or anything. Right. Um, but I was severely injured during it because yes. of the way they had to rip him. So they yeah. had to cut, they had to do an episiotomy to give them more room. Mm-hmm. And then with the forceps, it naturally ripped me open, like yeah. literally ripped me Oof. open. So they were emergency like suturing me while they were taking care of Brayden on another side of the room. The, some of the 50 people that were in the room, I don't even know who everybody was. They just like all came flying in, but then they gave him back and he was fine. But I was so severely ripped up that the pain was just, I couldn't sit, but I couldn't even use a donut because it like ripped into my, yeah. my butt cheek, which right. is kind of graphic for anyone listening, but I couldn't sit. And then a week later it, it opened up and I had to go back in and get mm. restitched. It was like internal and external stitches. It was really deep. Yeah. So my, I cannot have a baby um, naturally that way anymore. They, well, they said, they're like, if you really wanted to, you might be able to try, but then the doctor's like, I would request a C-section. He's like, if I'm being honest with you, no doctor is going to want to touch that. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, like, okay. Cause it's um, a liability pretty much. Yeah. So he's like, he's like, you're probably just gonna have to have a C-section, which yeah. I'm fine with because you I can mean, schedule nothing, it. It's you not going to hurt like about that. it. Although yeah. just because you have a C-section doesn't mean they won't come early. Sometimes they do. Which, yeah, I mean, it's fine. Anything's yeah. going to be better. Well, not anything, but I mean, it was pretty, it was not great. And I yeah. hate surprises and what a surprise that was. Yes. And it yes. took me months. I couldn't walk for months. But the girl sit. who hates surprises, she's had many oh. a surprise in her life. <laughs> what a surprise, right? And and he was so grumpy when he came out. He was just like, why did you do this? Because he he knew he made a mistake by pressing the wrong like, button. <laughs> me back in. He was probably trying to put like the TV on. And I know he was so comfortable in there, which is funny. The whole labor, they're like, he is comfortable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then he was like, and he screamed for like 45 minutes. When he, was he, like, was, he would not stop crying he was, and the nurse the nurse said to us she goes when well, she was doing his weight after like they let him settle on you then they do their weight and she yeah. goes oh guys you got a spunky one <laughs> i wish i could go to her and be like this is him now and yes he is spunky and he he was grumpy he didn't want to be out he loves life now but so for those of you who are about to have a baby the moral of these stories are you can have a baby and it come out just fine you can have a c-section or you could possibly rip and it could hurt. But listen. And it doesn't matter how it, much you plan. It doesn't. It's, it's going to happen the way it's going to happen. The baby's going to do whatever the baby wants to do. And it's completely right. up to them. And unlike Liz, I had no plan. I didn't care. I was like, just get yes. him out healthy. I don't yeah. care if it's a C-section. Yeah. If you want to rip me open, rip me open. Jess is very, but Jess has always been like more of a spontaneity kind of person. Whereas I'm kind I'm of like, like, I okay. need to do this thing yeah, this no. way. And then I, you know, it never happens no that care. way. And I get disappointed. No birth plan. So just let it happen. Just let it happen. Just be prepared. Look for the signs. If you think it's a sign, call your doctor. They're going to answer right away. And if you know, whether you're doing it in your house, if you do a water birth or if you're doing it, how anyone can do that. God's if if you're doing it in a special center, listen, I'm good for you. I could never do that personally. You are stronger than us. Just trust the people who are there doing it with you. Trust them. They know what they're doing. Um, listen to them. If they recommend getting an epidural, just get the epidural. I'm sorry. Oh like, I could have never done save that yourself. an epidural. 
save yourself the pain, girl, because you're going to be going through it and you you need a little something, something. To it's okay you to have help. Yeah, okay. You don't have to do it naturally. It's If it's, you can, good for if you. If you can, really good for you. If you can do it, fine. But don't feel bad if you want to if you want to get that epidural. Nobody should make you feel bad about that. Take I'm the sorry. drugs. I had so many Seriously. drugs during that. That I, little stint in the I, I love I love our Aunt Linda. She used to tell us that she had she had the epidural when she had our cousin Cameron and she's like, I yeah. was reading a book the, the entire mm-hmm. time. <laughs> like I read the newspaper. It was easy. She made the epidural sound great. I was like, that sounds awesome. <laughs> Honestly, it was. I mean, once I got the epidural, I didn't feel, I mean, that one tiny spot I felt, but I didn't feel anything. The only thing that freaked me out was that I felt like my legs were itchy and I couldn't scratch them. That oh, was the really? only, yes, yes. It was the only thing like I wanted, obviously you can't move your legs. So like, and I was waiting, I was in labor for, I was in labor, but I wasn't really feeling contractions too often. So like, I was trying to get comfortable in the bed while trying to sleep. And I couldn't because like my legs feel like sandbags and they're itchy and I couldn't really do anything about it. Oh, interesting. But honestly, I didn't feel, I don't remember feeling pain pushing Hunter out. I don't remember the pain. I don't. I didn't feel pain. No. Even when they were, I felt yanking because they yes. were, they were like holding my body down yes. trying to rip yes. them out. Mm-hmm. I felt that. And when the epidural wore off, which it wore off quickly for me, even though they topped me off, they gave me so many drugs. Yes. Um, When it started to wear off, I they hadn't really even told me how bad I was injured yet. Um, and I, I started to feel it and I was like, wow, like yeah. this was childbirth. <laughs> this, this is, this hurts. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, during the like pushing and stuff like that, I didn't feel anything. Yeah. I was pushing and I know, you know, there was a baby coming out and I didn't feel it. So yeah. yay for drugs, all about drugs. Thank you for listening to part one of this week's episode. Feel free to go on to part two if you're ready to indulge in some talk about bodily fluids and bodily functions. It may be a little disgusting at times, but it is quite funny and quite entertaining. So please, I do hope you listen to the next part of this conversation that Jess and I had. Also, please rate, review, subscribe, do all the things that you do on social media these days. Tell us to your friends, your mom friends, your dad friends, any friends, really. Just get our name out there. We really appreciate you guys. Thank you. Bye. Oh. <sighs>